Gravel Road Markets LLC is so excited to be bringing the Little House on the Prairie 50th Anniversary Cast Reunion Fan Events across the United States in 2024. For the complete list of Little House Anniversary events, as well as ticket information, log on to GravelRoadMarket.com. That's GravelRoadMarket.com, and we hope to see you somewhere along the gravel road soon. Remember those good old days when televisions had antennas and families watched prime time TV together? You know, back in the days of Little House on the Prairie, the Waltons, and the Dukes of Hazard. Well, Gravel Road Markets is giving America the chance to experience the best of yesteryear at their events around the country with original cast members of television's most iconic shows. Hi there, y'all. I'm Kelly Hurd, your host, and I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of Along the Gravel Road. Let's get started. Well, hey there, everyone. This is Kelly Hurd, your host, and we have an extra special treat for you in this episode. Susan McRae, casting director for Little House on the Prairie, has shared her original podcast called Getting to Know You with us, and we're able to incorporate those into Along the Gravel Road. You're about to get to tune in to Susan McRae sitting down with Karen Grassley, better known as Caroline Ingalls. Enjoy. Hi everyone, Susan McRae and welcome to Getting to Know You. My guest tonight is an acclaimed stage and television actress, a writer, an advocate for women's rights, and known to millions around the world as the beloved Caroline Ingalls on the NBC series Little House on the Prairie, Karen Grassley. We'll get to know Karen right after this message. Gravel Road Markets LLC is so excited to be bringing the Little House on the Prairie 50th Anniversary Cast Reunion Fan Events across the United States in 2024. For the complete list of Little House Anniversary events, as well as ticket information, log on to GravelRoadMarket.com. That's GravelRoadMarket.com, and we hope to see you somewhere along the gravel road soon. Thank you for being with me, and welcome to Getting to Know You, Karen Grassley. Thanks, Susan. It's wonderful to talk to you. Thank you. It's been a long time. We haven't seen each other in quite a while. Yeah, it's a little bit too long. What is I it? know. I think it's about three years. Yes, I think you're right. Uh-huh. Well, you know, we, we like to get to know our people here, so I'm going to ask you from the very start, where were you born? I was born in Albany, California, which is a little town right on the San Francisco Bay, mm-hmm. uh, next door to Berkeley. So, and were your parents born there as well? No, my parents came to California as young people. My mom uh, was born in Oklahoma, and my dad was born in Missouri. Oh, I see. And what did your father do for a living? My father uh, found his uh, final career in real estate, but as you can imagine, times were pretty tough when they were young, Boy, yeah. and uh, he did many different kinds of jobs. Mm. When I was born, he was uh, running a service station right uh-huh. near the university campus. Oh, I see. And my mom was running a little uh, cafe called the White Kitchen. The White Kitchen. Mm-hmm. How nice. Yes. It sounds like a nice little neighborhood. I was think, it? I think it was then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pretty busy now where those things were. Well, everything is. <laughs> yeah. 
And and how many in your immediate family? I have a sister. Mm-hmm. And and where did you attend high school? Oh, right in Ventura. We settled in Ventura in the forties. Uh huh. And I went all the way through school there. Nice. Graduated from Ventura High School when there was still only one high school in the town. Mm-hmm. And it was a wonderful place to grow up. My mm. parents, who had had to move around a lot during the Depression and mm-hmm. so on, yes. they were constantly congratulating themselves that they had landed in Ventura, and my dad had work that he loved, which was real estate. Mm, that's wonderful. And in school, were you active in, oh. in plays? And Oh, I was so active, Susan. Yeah. When I went to junior high, they had clubs, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I came home and I said, oh, they've got clubs, and I don't know whether to join the journalism club or the, the uh, drama club. Mm-hmm. And my dad said, well, do they meet on the same day? No. <laughs> this one meets on... Monday and this one meets on Wednesday and he said well I think you ought to just join them both great idea yeah so that was how I was that's wonderful and were you also active around the community and uh, like at your church well, and... I was I was active in church until I was about 16 mm-hmm. and I was uh, very involved in my dancing my dance teacher was uh, quite a producer and we used to do uh, shows at various institutions around the county. It's wonderful. And, uh, we even traveled into Hollywood and performed. Wow. So did you think at that time that, that being an actress and being in this business was an option for your future? Not at all. No? <laughs> no. You know, you had uh, practical consideration. Yeah. And my parents, having lived through the Depression, just wanted us to get an education and pick a nice, secure career. Right. And so, you know, being a teacher seemed like a, a good option, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and teaching in what area? Oh, who knows. Oh, okay. You know, just anything <laughs> steady. <laughs> yeah, I understand. And one of my uh, teachers said, well, I said something about... Uh, marrying a lawyer and he said don't marry a lawyer be one mm. you know very so good the, it was the beginning of women beginning to think of themselves in you know the professions right and my mother had been independent and uh, supported herself all her life mm-hmm. so i knew that i had to support myself but i sure knew i didn't want to study to be a teacher mm. i wanted to study the real interesting stuff so where did you attend college? At Cal, University of California, Berkeley. Uh-huh. And you had, I, I read that you graduated with two BA degrees. English and Dramatic Art. Mm-hmm. And after that? After that, I wanted to go to London to study. Mm-hmm. But I had um, no way to do that without a grant. Mm-hmm. And I had done an apprenticeship in San Francisco at a theater uh, between my sophomore and junior years. Mm-hmm. So I was fortunate to get a, a part there, and I worked there. And then when that part was over, the free speech movement was happening in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And I was active in that. And then uh, after the holidays, I got a job teaching at a nursery school. 
I see. And I did that until uh, I got my grant. I see. And that was a Fulbright scholarship. Yeah, it was. I was so thrilled. That's incredible. And you went to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts. I went to the London Academy. London Academy. Uh London Academy. Now, I read you taught there as well. Is that correct? Uh, yes, I did. About seven years after I left there, mm-hmm. I had been working in New York, and I had also been working with my voice teacher in New York, mm-hmm. and she um, I got a phone call that they needed somebody to come over and revamp the voice department. Oh. So she, was, she just had gotten a Guggenheim to go write her book, and she couldn't do it, and she recommended me. Oh, that's great. So we went over there, and she spent a couple of weeks uh, giving um, intensive courses to the other people that would be teaching with me. Mm-hmm. And then I was head of the voice department there for about a term and a half. I mm-hmm. didn't stay very long. And and when you got and then you went to New York, and you were you were on Broadway. Yeah, I, I was. I was on Broadway before I even. I went back to London. Now, that's, that's got to be an exceptional experience. It's so exciting. I bet. To think, my God, I'm here. Yeah. The place you've heard about, you know. Sure. Heard about, dreamed about, seen movies about. Absolutely. I'm here. And you, you did quite, quite a few plays on Broadway. Well, I did uh, three. Yeah, well, that, that's a lot for people. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, there are a lot of people who'd like to do one. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very thrilling. Isn't that great? And how how long before you returned to uh, California? How long were you in New York? Oh, I was in New York about five years. Mm-hmm. And after I was um, teaching in London, I was invited to join this uh, Shakespeare company mm-hmm. that was made up of um, American actors with English directors and teachers. Mm-hmm. Our, our teachers were from the... Uh, Royal Shakespeare Company. Wow. And we were working over there in Stratford. And then we came over here to perform. And um, around that time, I got an offer to do a film. So I flew out to Hollywood, and the film fell through. Oh. Of course. Yeah. So there I was. I was in Hollywood. I had spent all my savings uh, helping to get through with this Shakespeare Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sleeping on my parents' couch, and I was thinking, well, I guess I'm just not destined to have a career in the theater. I mean, it, it by now, things should be, you know... Hopping. Yeah, straightening <laughs> out, at least. Yeah. So I was uh, pretty discouraged, and uh, I thought, well, if, if I want to go back to school, I, I'm going to have to earn some money. And I thought the money they made in television was just amazing. So I thought, well, I guess the only thing I know how to do is, you know, get some new pictures and <laughs> see if I can get some television work. And uh, that's where Little House on the Prairie came into the picture. A call to audition for a new series. Yeah. Did you know who Michael Landon was? <laughs> no, I'm probably <laughs> the only person in the world. <laughs> Who didn't know? Well, when did you have time to watch television? Well, it's so funny, you know. I mean, I was busy in the theater, and I had seen Bonanza when I would be home visiting my parents. Yes. You know? And so I knew there were those four guys. (laughs) I just didn't know which one was which. Yes. 
And my agent said Michael Landon was uh, showing a lot of promise as a director and so on. And I was, which one is he? <laughs> <laughs> is he the big one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So (laughs) was that a good experience going in and auditioning for that? Oh, they were so wonderful to me, honestly. You know, I was used to to going in and waiting in a room full of people who looked similarly to me and sizing them up Mm -hmm. and having my nerves get worse and worse, thinking, you know, that one has better hair and that one has a better (laughs) nose and that one has already done such and such and there was nobody else there and what I didn't find out until later was they had already seen everybody else they had already seen everybody in town that was right for this part and uh, it was getting close to the wire Yes. and uh, I went in and they had requested no makeup and please wear a dress and those were the days when everybody was wearing real tight jeans, you know, and yes. little tight tops and, you know, maybe showing their navel. And <laughs> yes. That didn't really help them find out if the person could play Carolyn Engel. Exactly. You know, big false eyelashes. <laughs> that doesn't work. Uh-uh. No, no. So we had a nice long talk. It was... Um, I understand you had a different name when you walked in there. Oh, yeah. I was trying a new name. I thought, maybe you know, the old name hadn't gotten me uh, uh, a flourishing career. Maybe a new name would. Yes. Yeah, so I had this uh, name, Gabrielle Tree, that I had made up. Gab- Gabrielle Tree? Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. I thought it was interesting. Very. It had a, a slightly exotic, aristocratic sound to it. Oh, yes. <laughs> I had this and- idea that... If I had come from a famous family like the Trees, yes, then you know I would need a job, and I would have more confidence. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, what convinced you to switch it back? Well, actually, Ed Friendly took me to lunch and said, "What what is the thing with this name?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that for real? Yeah, and I told him, you know, uh, that I had made it up and all Mm -hmm. that. And he said, uh, well, we really think that you'd do better with your own name. Uh He said, you know, we're likely to get reviews that say a tree grows on the prairie. Oh. And I said, well, you could get reviews that say grass grows on the prairie. Yes, very good. but But he said, no, he didn't think that was a problem. And I'm telling you, it's so fortunate that you oh, did that. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. I was just a crazy kid, and my father would have been so horribly disappointed. Oh. You know, if I hadn't been using my name. Yes. Well, you, I'll tell you, that, that series went for a long time. As you well know. Yes. And you contributed so much to it. Well, it, it was a, a beautiful group, and it was a beautiful show to work on, and, and uh, it was kind of... Um, pretty sad day when it when it ended for a lot of people oh, sure it was a very emotional time it was victor was drenched in tears yeah yeah it, it was very sad i mean you do become a family yes uh, you do a huge kind of uh octopus leg family mm-hmm. with so many people and of course many of those people were already part of michael's family as you know sure because they'd been with him since Bonanza. That's right. And that was, 
That was 14 years. Yeah. So I think it must have been quite a shock. Yeah, I, I think so, too, and especially the way it ended, you know, with the, everything blowing up and all those sets that we all yeah. remembered. But I was very sad that Mike decided to do that. Well, it was one of those things that, you know, when, when a property owner wants to come in and and take over the property, what do you do? It's uh, You either give it to them the way it is or blow it up, as the script said, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Karen, you've always been a proponent of women's rights. Mm-hmm. Do you feel your mother's way of raising you had a great deal to do with that? Absolutely. My mother had to leave home and work for her board and room when she was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, her own mother had to leave an abusive husband uh, when the girls were maybe seven and nine, hmm. something like that. And that's when they came to California. I see. So uh, they had, she had had to find her own way, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And um, my mother worked her way through San Jose State College in three years and got out and got a job teaching. In fact, she taught in a one-room schoolhouse. No kidding. Yeah. So um, I had roots, you know. Yes, in absolutely. That, in that rural world. Yes. And then my parents always raised me that my being a girl didn't mean that I couldn't do whatever I trained myself to do. Yes, know? yes. Uh, the culture at large, of course, was not full of messages about that, but I always knew that I needed to be self-supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad said to me, now, what do you want to major in? And I'd say, oh, I don't know, maybe psychology, maybe English. Well, what what are you when you graduate if you major in philosophy mm-hmm. or English? Yes. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what I would be. Yeah. Well, look. You know, you may not want to go to teacher's college, but I want you to understand you have these four years, and then it's up to you. Mm-hmm. You have got to be able to support yourself. Right. And so I took a little modeling course while I was in college and said to myself, you know, I'll get a little uh, career on the side, mm-hmm. and that way I can take whatever I want at school. Right. So that's what I did. Well, smart. Well, now, how did you become such a great advocate in helping victims of domestic violence? You know, Little House was part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, because Mike was so very busy being producer, director, writer, star, mm-hmm. when it was time to promote Little House, they would send me. Mm-hmm. So I would go out in the fall with uh, the show and go from affiliate station to affiliate station for NBC mm-hmm. and talk about Little House and do, you know, the local talk shows right? all that. And um, I'd be interviewed by someone for the local press. Mm-hmm. And in Fort Worth, I met a marvelous woman journalist who told me all about her original research on the issue of battered women. Hmm. 
which I knew nothing about. Right. I think my idea of it was probably like most people in those days, which was, you know, this only happens among the uneducated, uh, poor classes. Right. And, uh, you know, no one who uh, could be respectable could do such a thing. Yeah, they really, did. people were not aware. It was not an issue that was publicly known. That's right. Yeah. And when I found out that it wasn't publicly known, uh, I thought, well, that's, that's it. That's the topic. My friend and I have been looking for something to write. This is what we should do. So I asked her to send those articles to me mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. And when they arrived, I gave them to my friend Cynthia Sears, and she read them. And I said, what do you think? She said, this is it. And we started doing our original research. We were very fortunate because there were only two shelters in the whole United States. Hmm. And one of them was in Pasadena. So it was very easy for us to get over there and talk with the women who were there. Very yeah. lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, that movie of the week that you did called Battered was an incredible piece and a, a very important project for so many. It was so well done, and it certainly brought the subject matter to the forefront of uh, of people. Um, I, I read, you know, your co-star Mike Farrell ha uh, was quoted about the show, and he said he he felt that it the show was a benchmark for bringing the issue to the public. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I think it was it was just beautifully done, really, really beautifully Thank done. Thank you so much. We had such wonderful actors and a young, very uh, dedicated director, you know, so it was really a, a love project. Are you still involved in raising awareness? You know, sometimes when you get involved with a subject like that so much, you become so emotional and, and physically involved that it, it does become draining. For a long time, uh, I was very active and uh, talked about it with so many interviewers and in fact, uh, organized a bunch of us uh, TV stars to go out to different shelters and mm -hmm. become engaged with them in fundraising. And then I got burned out. Yeah. And I had to stop talking about it. Right. Um, because it is very uh, emotional and because then I would find that, well, now I'm telling exactly the same story over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, some of the reporters, you know, they just didn't do their homework, and and I'll get annoyed. Well, <laughs> and sure, I, oh, you wait a minute. Well, yeah, if you're I, passionate, if I'm getting annoyed. Then I'm not the right voice for this. Yeah, well, you get passionate about something, and if people aren't involved and don't take the time to learn about what they're going to ask, it does become very frustrating. Yeah, so I had to kind of cool it on that. And mm -hmm. the other thing was, too, that I had been so longing to have a family of my own. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were coming to the end of Little House, and I had become engaged and with um, a man who had three kids, and I was going to be the stepmom of three kids, and I wanted to have a baby of my own. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to be thinking about that sure. kind of family violence. Right. You know, I wanted to be thinking more positive things. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So you took off some time. Yeah. And you raised a beautiful daughter. Yes. Lily. Yes. Who just celebrated a birthday, I understand. Yes, she just turned 22. I was down there. I can't believe it. Yes. I know. (laughs) I know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I was just down there last weekend, and we had a wonderful time. She's um, getting settled in her own place, and uh, we went around looking for a sofa. (laughs) You know, where can we get the best buy? Yes, of course. What? kind does she really want? Does yes. she want this kind or that kind? Well, it's it's the usual. Yeah. I know. It was fun. Now, tell me, you're you're back uh, involved in theater. You've yes. never not been involved in theater, but you're you're back involved with the Rubicon. I I was very fortunate to uh, hook up with the Rubicon Theater, which was started in my hometown, Ventura. Right. And so I got to spend part of this summer uh, doing uh, some new one-act plays by Dale Wasserman there, mm-hmm. and living in a home that was uh, my best friend's home when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> so there were lots of little ghosts uh, running around all summer. I bet. And wow. I, I was walking to work, and I was walking right by the house where I grew up. Mm. That must make you feel good. It was amazing. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt like full circle. Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. And you've written you've written several short plays, and and I understand. Now I read this, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. You said you're trying to finish your first full length drama. Correct. Is it over yet? I, I doubt <laughs> if it will ever be over. <laughs> I I, uh, I think I'm on a fourth or fifth draft now. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been working on it for years. Wow. What is it about? Uh, it's about MFK Fisher, uh-huh. a California writer. Yes. And um, I'm telling you, uh, it's a good thing that I'm dealing with her uh, in her later years, because by the time I finish it, I should be about the right age. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, funny. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot, a lot. It is, it's not dull, uh-huh. uh, but I'm telling you, it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of creativity. And, you know, in the hustle and bustle of our daily work, it, uh, it, takes, it takes a lot, and you want to do it the right way. And, That's uh, right, and I love um, having a project. Sure. I've, I've been like that all my life. I have to have my project I'm working on. So as an actor, you know, people can feel like a victim. I don't get to work unless they let me work. Yes. But the writing fills that for me. That's great. Yeah. And, and let me ask you, you know, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Do you find that theater is more meaningful to an actor than television. In other words, having a different audience every night um, and you have more of a one-on-one feeling with them is more pleasure for you as an actress than doing a television show. Well, as you know, you get that physical feedback immediately. Right. Not just at the end of the show, but moment to moment. Right. You feel the energy of the audience. Mm-hmm. And so there's a direct communication that's very exciting. Yes. Um, and on television, 
your audience is basically the people you're working with. You exactly. Know, they're in the studio or out on location. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get that feeling from them, but after all, they've seen you every day. Sure. It's not that thrilling for I them. know. <laughs> I you know. know. wondering when is lunch. <laughs> yes. What <laughs> kind of donuts are they serving yeah. today? Yeah. And, and, and when's the break so I can hit the trailer? So. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> so, so are you keeping in touch with any of the Little House people? Well, uh, many of us, uh, yourself included, uh, keep in touch and get together every few years for a kind of reunion or right. let's say someplace invites us to come right. to uh, draw fans to their location. It's fun. And it's marvelous to connect up. The kids have grown up to be such fine people. Oh, yes. And uh, it's fun to hear people's memories and their point of view. And we're still kids, too. Oh, no kidding. Yes. <laughs> Thank, thank goodness, we're lucky. Anyway, Karen, we have run out of time. It's been so great this has talking been a, with you. Oh, it's been a great pleasure to talk to you today, too, and I, and I really thank you for taking the time because so many people have written to me and said, please, is there a way of interviewing Karen Grassley? We love her so much. Oh, Sue, thank you. I really appreciate the exposure, and it's always a pleasure to talk with you. And thank you for joining me and getting to know Karen Grassley. Gravel Road Markets LLC is so excited to be bringing the Little House on the Prairie 50th Anniversary Cast Reunion Fan Events across the United States in 2024. For the complete list of Little House Anniversary events, as well as ticket information, log on to GravelRoadMarket.com. That's GravelRoadMarket.com. And we hope to see you somewhere along the gravel road soon. Well, just when it's getting good, we run out of time. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and make plans to come see us at one of our upcoming events where you can meet some of your favorite actors of yesteryear. You can check out upcoming events at GravelRoadMarket.com. And I'm Kelly Hurd, your host. Hope to see you soon along the gravel road.